The Weekly Dish podcast is presented by Common Ground Minnesota. Food and farming conversations from Minnesota women in agriculture. Learn more at commongroundminnesota.com or follow them on Instagram at commongroundminn. Hey everybody, it's Steph March for Common Ground Minnesota, and I love talking about women in agriculture. The women of Common Ground Minnesota are volunteers who are volu- you know, taking their time to chat with you about what it's like to live on a farm and grow food in Minnesota. Here's some really great news about this group. They have just launched a newsletter that you can basically sign up for at commongroundminnesota.com, and you get the latest you know, events, giveaways, delicious recipes, all sorts of great stories from the farm. And I got to tell you, it's just a really cool thing to get into your inbox every month. And it's it's kind of an, a way in. If you're wondering, like, I don't know what I'm going to ask when I go to Common Ground Minnesota. Well, this is just an introduction and a way to get you guys to meet the farmers at Common Ground Minnesota. The Common Ground Minnesota volunteers, remember, their goal is to be a resource for your food and farming questions. Don't forget, check them out on Instagram at Common Ground, M-I-N-N, commongroundminnesota.com. that in from the yeah. old jingle. Oh yeah, hope do that. Um yeah. yeah. Maida Mains, who is a local musician, rapper, poet, brilliant human, helped us with that jingle and provided it for us. So if you're looking for inspiration, check her out on Instagram. She's just amazing. Um it is time, Stephanie, for the top two an hour two. Give him the old one two. And now, the Weekly Dish presents Top 2, Top 2 The Top 2 Pick your best two In our two Alright, give me two, winning Alright, Top 2 in our two And we've been some places this week Things are starting to percolate And we're starting to get a little bit out and about I actually watched two people Have like this massive hug like right in front of me and it like almost brought me to tears because I was so happy for them that they got to hug. So nice. Uh, all right. Where have you been that you're excited about this week, friend? Uh, so I'm going to tell you my first if top two in hour two is going to be prize brewing. Such a great spot. And I just think, uh, you know, a lot of people are looking for patios and a lot of people are thinking about getting out and and uh, prize is on the river and it's kind of this great little patio. Um it's in Minneapolis, kind of. They call Technically it north. north. They call it north, but it's not really. It is north. Well, okay, but I'm just saying it's like it's. They call it North Loop, but it's kind of in that between North and North Loop, that little swath on Off the river, of the Plymouth. Yeah, and it's, Avenue Bridge. If you take 17th, you know, it goes straight down to the river. So, uh, it, but anyway, it's a great little brewery. They have Miraculum, which is like one of my most favorite. Me too. Hoppy, hoppy beers. But here's what I love about this place. Um, they have food. It's a brewery with food. And I, and it's not a food truck. And I, 
I love the food trucks. You know this. And sometimes there's nothing I like better than popping over, sitting on the patio and grabbing a food and then sitting down again more. But I love the fact that they have a really cool system of ordering. You sit on the patio. They take your name and, and number for tracing. And then they have... They have the QR code where you just take a picture with your phone and it brings you to the ordering app and you order it all on your phone and then they bring it to you. I am here for this and I am hoping salt. that Please. this stays. <laughs> yeah, like I would absolutely do that. Well, they would lose business because you'd have to like, like, because you have to have a space for them to bring it. And then salt, you need to be like, um, I'm at the oak tree, like three yeah. oak trees down. <laughs> um, but but I love the fact I'm fine. Like, there's a lot of things that I wonder are going to continue through the pandemic. Um, and I don't know if there a lot of them are. But I think, like, this kind of a situation, if you're at a brewery and there's a card on your table, like, they, that's all I need is I just need someone to bring me the stuff. I don't care if I'm ordering, you know, a couple times and I'm happy to pay a couple times. In Colorado, when we were out at Aspen last fall during mid-pandemic and we were on the van and people were eating outside, all of the restaurants did that. Yeah. And they had a whole big seating area in the middle of the street. Yeah. And you could order from any of the restaurants on this main street and you would order a QR code. All their menus popped up. You could scroll through. And let me be clear on something. There's something that I like about it in terms of doing it like this uh, at a brewery where I know I'm getting a beer and and maybe a pizza or maybe some meatballs. Right. Yeah. You don't want it at a fast or a real restaurant. I don't want. I was at another place that I'm not going to name and I was sitting inside and we snapped and it was like, oh, where's the menu? Oh, we have to, okay. And then, you know, because it was like, then I have to sit and peruse. And then mm-hmm. it was like, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. It was just different in a in an indoor actual restaurant setting than it is versus a Outside, patio casual, beer casual yep. thing. So Agreed. And I also, I don't, like, I'm not afraid of menus. You know what I mean? The way that, like, we've all been proven. It's been proven over and over again. You're not going to catch COVID from the menu. So, Likely not, no. No. So that, that's my thing. So prize brewing, if you're looking for a patio, it was a good hang. Here's a bonus top two, blood orange miraculum. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, real good right. I had a summer. Pilsner because I was in that Pilsner place. I was just feeling that summer sunny, you know, thing. And I just wanted a light, crisp beer. And that was amazing. All right. So I'm going to give What's you a place that I checked out finally. Cafe Circe's. Series? Series. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And 44th and like Linden Hills. Yeah. It, the old I, pennies in Linden Hills. Yeah, yeah. I had, a, it's kind of over by Turtle Bread there too, which I'd sort of forgotten about. So I was like, oh, there's Turtle Bread. I had a beautiful ham and cheese croissant oh, with yeah. poppy seeds yes, yes, that yes. was just fantastic. It's really airy inside there. They did a great job with the ordering and there's lots of beautiful pastries. And then right outside in front on a boulevard, the city has like put up like lots of Adirondack chairs and there's like some cafe tables that are outside on the sidewalk, but also in the boulevard of the road. So it's like on both sides of the road. Yeah. So it was like, I love when we decide that because of the pandemic, we can be providing more outdoor space for people to gather. It just was great. It was like a beautiful outdoor little park that they just made out of nothing. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in for more parklets. I'm in for more like spaces that like, let's just, that's another thing we'd like to see carry through the pandemic. I would happily be outdoor dining more in different creative ways. Yeah. That the city needs to permit as okay. Like they need to stop getting their underwear in a bundle about the small little niggly things that they did. And if you have a giant boulevard that's got grass and trees and like, why do we just have to be driving by that and not actually use that space? Yeah. We can put Adirondack chairs out there and sit with a cup of coffee. Yeah. Who cares? I like that. 
I like that. Um, so yeah, that was my uh, cafe series. Is your... Cafe series. Yep. All right. So my second one is actually a person. It's Diane Mua, <laughs> <laughs> and I love Diane Mua because she is, of course, she was. You know, you form. You might have known her as Diane Yang, um, but she was, of course. News came out this week that she is actually handing the reins of Spoon and Stable's pastry chef uh, situation over to Alexander Motz. And we love Motz. Love Motz. Um, But Mua is taking a step sort of back in a weird way. And what I love that is she is dedicating and focusing all of her time on growing Belcor Bakery for Gavin Kaysen. And Belcor, the news this week that it got, uh, that they went to, um, they're going to St. Paul. They're opening up in the uh, Cooks of Crocus Hill and the OG Crocus Hill space. And the thing about it is, is that she has realized that she doesn't want to run nighttime dinner service kind of stuff and try to do a bakery and try to have a family and do all this stuff. And I have to... I have to give her huge props for that because so many of us, I love what she said to me. She said, I used to give away my time like candy and I didn't value it. And I didn't understand what it meant to really care about your time. And I love that. And I would like for that to continue with people, especially women who are dual role people like this in lives to consider about what do you want out of your life? I do think that that's going to be a lasting thought on this time on the hospitality industry. Yeah, I, I do think too. people I are going to, so. I think we're going to see Wednesday through Sunday dining. Yeah. I think people will close Monday and Tuesdays or open up later for lunch. I'm so fine with that. Me too. If I you mean, need I know to a lot have of, a life and give two days a week off to your employees, the for only you to bummer be whole, is for the poor people who are then not working on the hospitality people. <laughs> well, they're like, well, but then where do I go yeah, eat? My out? sister will be like, except I only have Mondays off. Right. So where am I supposed so to go? Where am I going? I know. Yeah, that is pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. What's so your second? My number two is going to be. <laughs> You're coming up with it right now? Kind of, because <laughs> what I really want to say, I'll say, and then I'll say the other thing. I When you say Diane Moa, all I can think about is the pastry cake at Spoon and Stable, and they have a strawberry crepe cake that they're crepe doing cake. for yeah, Mother's yeah. Day pickup. Yeah. And I really, really want that. So okay. I'm having a hard time not Focusing. thinking about that yeah. for crib cake. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also wanted to say for a Mother's Day option, if you're looking for something that's kind of different but kind of fun, Hello Cookie is uh, is what is a option for your mom to what get her a cookie. It's a cookie box. Oh, Hello Cookie. Is Hello that Cookie. You, I, you said it so fast. I didn't Sorry. hear the name. Hello Cookie. Got it. Cookie box. Okay. It comes with. Uh, cookies inside it. It's very beautifully designed. It's kind of fun. Is it's it festive. subscription or it's a? It's it, an you order. can buy just one. Okay. And I think moms would like that because everybody likes a good cookie. And I think on Mother's Day, like you want a little special, just a little something. I like this. Something. I have I have someone to send that to. That's not. It's, it's not really about they Day, do actually. a great job. But it's about someone who could use a little. It's just lifting. like that, Stephanie. That's it's perfect like that. I need a, I need to lift a couple people. Yeah. So I also is it put, local? Yes. Oh, I also it doesn't look local. It looks it national, it looks but it's local. <laughs> uh, and it's a woman, and she does a great job, and she'll mm. deliver, and she does a great job. She was a graphic designer, that's why it looks so pretty. Okay. So it's oh, hellocookie.com. So yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Good. Great. All right. We should take a break, and when sure. we come back, I'll give you all the rest of the brunchy, brunchy conversation with Ellie, and we'll give you some ideas when we come back. Okay. Call Carrie Augst and Sue Durfee and. Who's that chick that's rocking kicks? 
Okay, so we started out the show, if you're just joining us, talking a little bit about that uh, Hanson over here is going to have a graduation brunch for her daughter. Mm-hmm. So what does Hanson do? She's like, okay, I got this. I got three weeks to prepare. One of the weekends, I'm going to be gone for Mother's Day visiting my stepmom. So, okay, we're going to do four quiches. We're going to do two tarts. We're going to do a Caesar salad. We're going to do a, a kale salad. We're going to have a lemon uh, bunt pudding or bunt cake. I can do a lemon blueberry bread pudding. I can do like Bloody Mary's, uh, mimosa bar. I can okay, do caprese slow, skewers. Slow down, slow down. This is my thinking, I know, okay? I know. I write the whole thing down and I send it to my niece who's helping me. And I said, okay, this is what we're doing. She goes, well, you better like run it by Ellie. Okay, sure. Yeah. Because I was trying like to not burden her. Right, you were like, I'll just take care of it. I'll just do you it. You just show up. So I show her the menu and she replies and she goes, well... <laughs> It's not very brunchy in a text because yeah. all this is by text. Yeah. Well, what is brunchy? Well, like, where are like the egg things? I was like, well, Keisha's yeah. eggs. Can we have less tarts? Or she's, there, I don't want the tarts to be the main thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, and she had all these feelings about it. Then she sent me like Pinterest pages. Yeah. And I was like, what? And they were all like, how about we have French toast sticks in shot glasses with a half an inch of syrup like we're at a wedding party and they're passed on a tray. Yeah. You're like, I was I'm, like, mm. we are not doing that. Yeah. And then I was freaking out and just like, what the heck? So I text Stephanie and I'm like, does this seem brunchy? And she was like, well, like maybe you just order it all from someone. I literally was like, you need to take the stress off of this because breakfast, the reason I don't have breakfast parties is because you can't keep you can't keep everything hot. You no, can't. It eggs all is has a, to kind is, of be room temperature. Yeah, no. So then she says, Mom, really? Like, kale salad? Nobody wants a kale salad but you. I was like, kale salad holds up for five hours. Yeah. Because it's kind of an open housey thing, too, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So we're just going to throw the doors open and food will be on a table and we'll all be hanging out outside. Yeah. I. It was just. How many people, by the way, are you expecting? Well, that's the other thing. So then I'm like, well, I don't know her friends, really. She's been out of our house for four years. I know her girlfriend and her girlfriend's parents, so they're coming. And I have kind of family people coming. And so she was uh, she was like, well, do we have an invitation? I mean, this is three weeks. She, by the way, is an adult. <laughs> so I haven't quite gotten my mind around that yet, Stephanie, but it's coming quicker than you can imagine. Some of this herself. So... Again, she's in finals. She's doing a paper. So I'm like, fine. I go on Canva. I do a quick invitation and I send it to her. And I didn't hear back whole day. And I need to get these. So yeah. I'm like, okay, too late, too bad, too sad. I ordered them. And then she, the next day, she was like, why did you pick that picture? I was like, oh, too late. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> and then Kurt's like, well, you should be letting her like have more input. I'm like, no, this window has passed, people. Yeah. I got to order stuff. I got to pick stuff up. I actually was at Bed Bath & Beyond and there was a paper towel holder that was made of white wood with a dowel with an anchor on it in the clearance section and I bought it for $4. You know why, Stephanie? Why? Because on the Pinterest page, they showed a stack of donuts on a paper towel holder and I was like, okay, fine, okay, $4, fine. I'll get that. It'll feel real like Pinteresty for her. Yeah. Yeah. It's been tough. It's been tough and I, like I said, brunch is tough because also... God, we were just talking about this because brunch is the most searched thing on our website, on the MSP Mag stuff. And let me tell you why. Because nobody knows what it is. 
because you know where you want to go for your bar. You know when you crave pizza, you have things to go. You know when you're thinking burgers, you know where to go. Yeah. I mean, you may say like, oh, who's got that? What? People don't know what brunch is supposed to be, nor who has it, nor what it is, because it could be eggs. It could be donuts. It could be quiche or like sausage. A ham and or cheese sandwich. Ham and cheese sandwich. Or it could be burger. You know what I mean? Like, or yes. it could be just like the best apple fritter. But there's like, those are so different. And so people don't know what it is. And so when you're trying to do a party around brunch, it is impossible. I thus am learning. Yeah. And I did find some great recipes that uh, Hope's going to put up on our show page. But the bottom line, like I thought lemon bread pudding with blueberries sounded amazing. I thought lemon poppy seed bundt cake cut into slices would be amazing. Yeah. Uh, I will say we have this recipe that we've had in our family for a while now that we just call it Kathy Wiedemann's recipe. It's basically sausage that has an apricot glaze with rosemary and you fry the sausage ahead and then you put them in this glaze and you just keep them in a chafing dish or heat them in the oven. Yeah. And they're really delicious. And so she was like, I want those sausages. So I did put the recipe up for we, at least Kathy's sausages. That so she do wants. you have to have chafing dishes? Well, that was the other thing. And I was like, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. That's... No, it's going to be, I'm going to throw open the doors and. This is a home brunch that's right, situation. Stephanie. This is, you're not expected to be a caterer. And I decided I, well, okay. My back is still like on a scale of one to 10. My back is still a two or a three on most days, which is way better than it was. Yeah. I said to my husband last night, I'm like, so, because he's the pie crust guy and he can make pastry quiche like nobody's business. So I was like, do you want to make four quiche? He goes, no, we're just going to order all this stuff. Just like, just it. go online and just order a bunch of stuff. And that morning I'll pick up stuff. You pick up stuff and my sister will help. And he goes, and then we'll just put out some juices and a couple bottles of champagne and we'll have a tub of beer. And he was like, we're not going <laughs> to, we're not doing the, what she wants. And I showed him the paper towel holder and he goes, Wow, I wouldn't have even done that. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you buy a bunch of donuts, a bunch of croissants, yeah. you know, you buy the pastry things that look pretty, you mound them up. Yeah, I was thinking like Cafe Circe's. Yeah. Those ham and cheese yeah. would be perfect. Yeah. And just. And it'll cost a million dollars, but. They will. They then I don't sure have will. to cook at all. No, but then, and then like, or, and then do, you know, like little things that you can cook. I would do like those mini muffin quiches. I wouldn't even do the big quiches if you were going to do them. I'd do like small mini muffin and quiches. And I think that's partly what the Pinterest was reflecting. It yeah. was reflecting like wedding food. Well, it's, it is supposed to be this sort of snacky bar situation. And that's what I think like, and, and an open house should be that it should be where people drop in and they grab a couple things and they yeah, go. And I put in RSVP, but I don't care. I mean, I put it cause that's what you do, but I just, I'm going to put all this food out and then when it's gone, it's gone. Oh yeah. And it's, and at one, oh, the other part, one o'clock is the virtual graduation. Oh, so I'm like, are we supposed to be sitting in front of the TV watching like the University of Minnesota's graduation? Because boring. Are they like ca calling her name then or well, like during this virtual thing? Supposedly, yes. OK, so then and she submitted pictures. So I was like, well, I hope hmm. I, they do it in alphabetical order so that someone can be paying attention to the timing and go, we're at the cheese and yeah. everybody can run around the TV, hear her name and go, huzzah, and then go back to brunching. Yeah. Because we're literally not going to sit there for two hours and watch a virtual graduation. I don't think I would do the names. I think I might listen for the speakers. Because, you know, I think most of the 
Listen, I some of the best Such a speeches. Journalist. I, honestly, no, it has nothing to do with that. It's, Life speeches. I have had some amazing, you know, like graduation speeches at the colleges my kids have graduated from. I'm not okay. talking high school. Colleges, that's the only reason to do it is because when we were at NYU, my God, like that speech was, you know, one of those things that I was like, and then of course I can't tell you who it is, but I just remember feeling like, wow, that was worth it. You I know. do. Okay, fine. But I, I wouldn't sit through the names, <laughs> for God's sakes. No. I just want to hear her name. I want to see her picture flash up on the screen. Yeah, that would be nice. I, I know she's not listening, so I will tell you, I bought some very embarrassing yard signs. Okay. And I ordered playing cards that have the date on it and her picture. Oh. And I thought, okay, we can hang like a clothesline with like paper clips. Yeah. As decor. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I can be a little Pinteresty here. Right, right. So that's the graduation brunch. Okay. That has come together in literally a week. So I'll place the order tomorrow for all the crap I need. And yeah. done. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. And I'm just trying to figure out what we're going to do for for the kid. It's definitely not going to be a brunch, though. <laughs> it's just going to be cheeseburgers. That's just, what you should do for Jake. No, because those giant... will also not hold up at an open house. Like, that's the thing. You have an open house, you have a four-hour window of people popping in and popping out. What about, like, hot dog boxes from Hamburger Gordado? No, El Guerzo. Whatever that name is. I don't even know what that is. I don't even know where you're trying to go. Gordo Hamburguesa? Hamburguesa El Gordo? Yes, that place. No, I, that's the kind of thing, like, I mean, what, and what about when a you sausage man? Pick that up. And like then, a Gerhardt brat cart. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to do that, probably, but it'll just be food. Let's not worry about it. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to The Weekly Dish presented by Hornitos. Weekly Disher, spring is sprung, and that means the best tasting wild caught seafood is available from Sitka Salmon. You may have heard us talk about Sitka Salmon before on the show, and that's because we are huge fans. Sitka Salmon standards for quality are unrivaled in the industry because you see, Sitka Salmon is a community supported fishery. The fish they process for you to eat are caught by a collective of small boat fishermen, fisherwomen, and families. Some of these families have been fishing for multiple generations, and knowing the boat your fish comes from is not typical of most fish you buy. When you buy a Sitka salmon share, you're getting the freshest quality fish you can, and you can trace the fish back to its source. With your share, you're part of the Sitka family, and you get monthly fish shipments of salmon, lingcod, crab, tuna, halibut, and you get the freshest fish while it's in season. They even have recipes, but I've been steaming my cod in my Instant Pot. The fish is so delicious, you don't even need to do much to serve it other than cook it and eat it. So Weekly Dishers, here is how you get your $25 discount for the first month of a premium Sitka salmon share. Type SitkaSalmonShares.com backslash Weekly Dish and you save $25. So save $25 on your box. Again, type Sitka, S-I-T-K-A, SalmonShares.com backslash Weekly Dish and you save $25. Hey everybody, welcome back to Weekly Dish. Thanks for joining us today. If you have uh, joined us on this very sunny, gorgeous day, if you're listening to us on a cold and rainy day too. Thanks for stopping couple back days, in. <laughs> couple listening to the podcast a couple days down the road. Right. I mean, I get it. If you're out there gardening and stuff, I'm with you. We did have a caller call in that wanted to know the donut place I recommended on Jason's show and on my Mother's Day blog at stephaniesdish.com. You can find all my recommendations. It was Yo-Yo Donuts that has donut delivery from Minnetonka. <laughs> a lot of people looking for donuts. 
Um, okay, so I, w- I, I just thought we'd run through some of the stuff Stephanie, that was in the feed. Stephanie, your feed was just <laughs> bursting with it, food. It took me till, I literally, you guys, I could have had more. And then I realized, I need to kind of stop, because it's almost too much. <laughs> We're going to lose people's attention. I can put some stuff till next week. There's literally so much opening and so much going on in the restaurant world right now, you guys. And of course, we could talk about the fact, like last week we did, where they're all trying to find labor and everything else and workers. But I will say that there is a forward motion and we have to think bigger. And, you know, I think that it's I think that things are going to start to kind of roll. Yeah. And um, so it's really interesting to see what's happening out there. Um, First and foremost, did you know that Betty Dangerous has completely switched their concept? I didn't until I read your feed, but now I do. It's crazy. So it's no longer Betty Dangerous Country Club. And is it still for sale? No. She says and she addresses that in the thing. Leslie Bach is the owner and she addresses that in her on her website saying it was for sale, but now it's not because they've recommitted to doing something different. They just she had a really rough time. We tried to buy the Ferris wheel and we're told no. Yeah. So. Why did you try to you personally? Well, it doesn't fit in your folks yard. That I work with by your water feature. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine your neighbors? They'd be like, That'd be fantastic. Um, uh, next door. Um, um, my neighbor in Collins Valley put a Ferris wheel in her Ferris yard. Wheel? Yeah, be a problem. Um, but so Betty Dangerous is now Betty Dangerous Animal Farm, and I, I'm, I'm very interested to see how this goes because it's not like, hey, farm send up. It's political satire. Which animal sounds farm. weird, but cool. It's Orwell and 1984 and Animal Farm. It is a mashup of of kind of dystopian, politically inspired <laughs> bar restaurant. Um, I think she. This is what she says. It's part bar, part art, part restaurant. Part amusement for adults and mature young adults. It exists to make your life a little less dull. It's a satirical artistic interpretation of Orwell's Animal Farm in 1984. And I guess what I would say is that if you... I I kind of applaud this. This is maybe what I would rather see her doing. Because... It's sort of that idea of like poking a little bit of fun at everybody's earnestness about everything, you know? The darkest movie in the world that is a good movie, but is the 1984 movie. Oh, it's, I don't know if I ever watched it. I think, ooh, I mean, I know I read, I read, I went through a big Orwell phase yep. as an English major and doing a lot you of, you and Ellie. Yeah, we did a lot of dystopian. <laughs> break it down. Break it down. But it's interesting. It is satire. You know what I mean? And so I'm really interested to see, you can either vote vegetalism or vote animalism and, and she's keeping the margaritas, but it's, you know, there's a lot of like burgers and comfort food and like farmy things. And I'm interested to see what it looks like inside, but it's fun. It's 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 a gas. It looks like so, and I'm I'm all for them. They have, in my mind, to be quite honest, have had challenges with the food there because yes, they don't care about awesome. it because it's always about the art. I'm hoping that they've pulled that balance back. And the Psycho Susie's food is actually pretty good. This is what's weird. It's yeah. like the pizzas and stuff there are and great. The wings, the at wings Psycho Susie, are the dry rubs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so that's going on. So Betty Danger's Animal Farm. Yes, the Ferris wheel is still there, um, but they don't call it the Ferris wheel. They call it. They're now calling it something. The rea- I don't know. It's the danger, but it's also something else now. So, um, I'm going to let you know that there is a new uh, sandwich situation sort of thing happening at the North Loop Galley Food Hall hmm. by our Rectangle Pizza friends. You know, you've had Rectangle Pizza, haven't you? Or okay, have you the not? North Loop Galley Food Hall was that Gray's? No, no, Gray's is over behind by the Twin Stadium, kind of. Uh-huh. North Loop Galley Food Hall is across from Freehouse. It's oh, that same okay. little like patio situation, and then they're across from that. They I always moved. felt a little weird about that place, so help me feel better about it. Yeah, that was that's the that, that's where uh, you know it was it's like rectangle a pizza bar. 
Soul Food. Uh, there was that uh, chicken thigh place from Jared Burrington, but he left. Yard Bird or yeah, Bird and yeah, something. Yard Bird. Yeah, well, I can't remember. I oh, don't my know. God. But anyway. Um, What's left in there? So Rectangle is still there. I think Soul Food is still there. I think Ono Hawaiian Plates is still there. But Wrap is the new uh, entry into the mix. And I kind of think this is a great idea. They're basically big fat wrap sandwiches, like a tortilla, a turmeric tortilla wrap with stuffed with tons of stuff. Yum. I love and wraps. It, like porchetta bacon. You know, they've got crybaby Craig's fried chicken stuffed in one with Yum. a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, they're just doing Wednesday through Sunday, but it's lunch. It's like 12 to 4. Like we we're just saying that it's hard to find lunch spots. And I think this is kind of a fun one. Sounds good. What do you think about the fact that Liftbridge Brewing is opening their massive new taproom patio in New Richmond, Wisconsin today? Go for it, friends. Right. I know that you would hope that Minnesota would have gotten it together sooner. Tattersall, please don't leave us. Well, Lift Bridge, don't leave us. Just no. make more, not less. Right, Good right. for them. Yeah. I want all my Minnesota makers, if they have to be Wisconsin makers to succeed, let it go. Are you going to, would you, are you a person who will drive out to New Richmond? No. You're not going to? No. Okay. But... I'm great for them. I'll go to Stillwater. I'll buy yeah. their beer. I'll buy their hard seltzers. I'll buy the stuff. It's I wonder, just I'm I'm having a wondering about this moment of like, is it is it meant to draw us there or no, is it meant? I think it's for meant to draw Wisconsin, Wisconsin people, people. Okay, and the there. people in River Falls and okay. yeah. Because New Richmond, there's also I I think I am gonna go because there's also uh you know the 45th parallel distilling is there, which is a wonderful distillery, and they have uh, a pizza oven now in their tasting room. So I feel like I would go and maybe hit both of those Minnesota companies that are based in Wisconsin or that have Wisconsin uh-huh. outposts, and I would kind of visit and hang out. But I mean, it's not going to be a thing where we go every week, right? Mm-hmm. So. But I do love the fact also that this is also uh, Liftbridge. It's an event space. Mm-hmm. So as we're talking about people looking for bridal showers and things, that might be a thing if people are willing to take a destination, a trip out there. It might be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's good. Um, and then uh, also, I just wanted to shout out this little truck that is opening um, Abby's Cochina Salvadoreña y Mexicana. And it's a Salvador, you know, El Salvador and uh, and Mexican food. Abby it, taking over the agonized space in Lindale, mm-hmm. right? Remember, we've already kind of heard that. Um, she's got this great little truck already open, like because she can't. They're working on the kitchen, they're working sure. on permits smart and everything else. So she's got her food truck in the parking lot right now. So smart. Um, they have. I know that they've got the burrito tacos and the burrito quesadillas that everybody wants. I want you to do a segment on those. I don't know. Because I don't even know, A, kind of what they are, but I have a general idea, but then there's dipped ones. If and they're are all they... supposed to be dipped. I mean, like, the burrilla is the, is the, is the soup, you what, know? Did this come from, like... We'll do a segment. Okay. We'll do a segment. It is sort of popping up everywhere, everywhere. and I'm not really getting oh, it. Oh, and then on TikTok, they made, like, all the stuff with it, and so then now it's, like, everywhere. Um, and there's people all over town are making it. So, but she's got some good ones. But for me, she, they've got the, the it's she does the pupusas. I love pupusas. Oh my god! Why haven't pupusas caught on? More need to be in the world. Maria's up in East St. Paul oh has delicious Pupusaria. pupusas. They're basically these cheesy little hot pockets that are like that they griddle these masa cakes and. Oh my God! Beans and cheese. Yeah. Oh, hers are Abby's are chicharron con queso. Okay, that's a graduation Hello. idea. Yeah, actually, well, I don't know if she's moving her truck because she's but trying to get the restaurant hold, going. But would they hold? Would they hold like if you went and bought like a hundred pupuseria or, or pupusas? Would they hold? No, I don't know. Okay. No, I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. But um, 
I think that that's a great, I mean, like if she's doing, if she is going to do catering, I would definitely pick up that because those are delicious. That's a good idea. Um, okay. What else do I want to tell you about that's coming? Oh, coming soon. Let's talk about this. The Quad City pizza that everybody loved. The dill pickle pizza. The I know they are coming to, uh, South Minneapolis. Yeah. They're going to Nokomis area. I'm fine with that. Cause it'll good? be by fat Lorenzo's, which yeah. I also love. Totally. And Mellow Glaze, which has the best glazed donut in the Twin Cities, which I also love. That would be a good Mother's Day. Get a bunch of glazed donuts from them. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm excited about that because I've not had that dill pickle pizza. And every time I see it pop up and Kimberly Curry's Instagram, it makes me want to eat it. Um, Quad City is, here's the deal. Quad City is a style of pizza. The Quad City style of pizza is different. So it's not just about the dill pickle situation. It's about the fact that they have a little bit of malt in their dough. And so it's got a different character flavor. And then they cut it there. And also the sauce is a little tiny bit spiced, like a tiny, tiny little bit of heat in the sauce. And then they cut it in the rectangles. You know, I mean, it's a round pizza, but they slice it in not squares, but in the rectangles. Do you know what I'm saying? I think that's funny. I do, too. I like great. Love Minnesota squares. Love rectangle. Okay. It's just a little bigger square. What's well, like this long? Yeah. It's like it looks like a like a breadstick. You know but what I mean? But then sometimes when you eat that, because I've had this before, you pick up your slice and half of it is like, wah, wah. so you got to have the right crust that holds up because right. a rectangle. Right. Well, it's just a little thin rectangle. It's not like a giant one, but it is like a little thin one. But that's funny because I, yeah, that's how, that's like Jake's preferred way of like cutting his pizzas is the rectangles. Huh. Yeah. Pizza cutting is another funny thing. It's a whole thing. other thing. It's a whole other thing. Those Minnesota squares are the best. I saw someone at, at a bar that had a Heggie's, and I was like, oh, Heggie's. I love that pizza. I know. The, the best bar pizzas ever. Seriously. Kurt won't let me eat them. Why not? Too much cheese. And he just was like, that's too much cheese. That's a that's a lie. That's an actual <laughs> lie, just to be clear. He likes Jack's. <laughs> He's a traitor. So there. That's fine. <laughs> I have to not talk to him now. A um, couple more things before we go, you guys. Falafel King, they're coming to Brooklyn Center. They're opening in the old Tim Hortons space. They are going to watch for them, you guys. Falafel King is going to be on the move and expanding. So delicious, So too. good. Like, yeah, great falafels. Very delicious totally for good. thousands of years. Hummus, they've been doing delicious yeah, 40 food. plus years in Minnesota. Yep, and, and they're, they're going to keep going. Uh, Alamo Drafthouse, a lot of people were waiting for the news because we'd heard they had declared bankruptcy. People were wondering if Woodbury was coming back. The news is July. They will come back in good July. For them. And then, of course, the pizza farms are starting to roll open. So I wanted to make sure and shout out that Red Barn Farm in Northfield is opening this Wednesday. Stone Barn in Nelson is open next weekend. They're great. And, of course, my always, always favorite burger night at Together Farms is back up and operating. So if you want to take a quick drive out to Mondovi, I think it is where they are, um, by Eau Claire, for some really great burgers. They have a new baby cow named Lumi, and I'm going to go. I saw it. I'm going to go meet real cute. her. She's the cutest thing. Cows are cute. They're pretty. All right, you guys, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we will give you the wrap-up and uh, talk a little bit more about locals we love. We'll be right back. This is The Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to The Weekly Dish, presented by our friends Hornitos Tequila. They have a new lime and mango hard seltzer, you guys, and it's real good. I uh, had a friend that came over this week and I gave her one and she was like, wow. She goes, this actually like kind of tastes like tequila. She's like, it's like a cocktail in a can. You know how sometimes the seltzers can be I'm just, fake I, flavoring? I kind of wish I liked seltzers. I just don't. Yeah, she really liked it. And I've had them and I thought they were good. Okay. I'll keep um, trying. <laughs> while we talk about locals to love, I want to quick call out something that's a little bit of vacation news. Yeah. Um, 
are two chefs, and I can't remember their name. I want to say the woman might be Nikki and someone else, and you maybe know them from Travail. They are, Frame me up a little bit more than just looking at me waiting. are opening. It's on Mike Brown's uh, Facebook page. Oh. They are opening the Chocolate Moose up in Ely. Oh, I was going to tell you that. Which was the <laughs> iconic. Uh, it's next to Paragus Outdoor Store. It's the iconic gathering place in Ely for every Boy Scout troop, everyone coming through on their camping and canoeing trips. And it had a beautiful outdoor patio and it closed and it was real sad. This town has really missed it. So two of these Trevelyans are going up to run it Mm -hmm. and it's going to be open from like eight to noon-ish breakfasty kind of early brunch. And then they're going to be doing some weekend fun dinner things. Oh, okay. So it's the Chocolate Moose in Ely. Yes. They have a web page called the Chocolate Moose and they are on Facebook. So check them out and follow them if you're going to be heading up through Ely. The Ely food scene is kind of percolating. Is it a food scene? Well, they have Insula, <laughs> which is delicious they and have back what? open. Insula, yeah. best oh. Northern Pike sandwich ever. Someone they like liked something or sent me a message on on Instagram, and I was like, "Who are you?" And They're where great. Is this? They're up in Ely, and maybe someday I'll actually get invited to a cabin weekend up there. Yeah, and find actually, out if maybe there's... this summer you and Steph Meyer can come, and yeah. maybe she'll help me photograph some stuff. All right, right. Okay, all okay, right. Good, Super good. Um. So yeah. Local news. Okay. Um, I was telling Stephanie one of the pandemic fallout things might be that whatever filter I had left. <laughs> this is you guys. Is gone. We're a little worried. Because I'm getting a, a little, little I'm worried. talking a mile a minute and I'm a, I'm a little filterless. So yeah. we'll, we'll see. Oof. Yeah, I know. It could be hard. Could be rough. Or it could be entertaining as I'll get out. As and long hopefully as I'm you kind stay tuned. Just nice. Try but... not to judge us too hard and like <laughs> send us the emails that say, you didn't say this right. We know. I mean... <laughs> The whole thing with the movies last week, apparently we, we, uh, when we couldn't come up with dangerously potential woman and you know, whatever that, oh, the Oscar, the movies. promising young woman thing. And yes. then we kind of blew those apart. I was having fun blowing the names apart and someone was like, my God, you guys. Well, I suppose if you look at the fact that we are an entertainment station and probably should know these things. Well, we do know them. We just can't remember them because we're supposed to be talking about promising food. young woman is a good Oscar worthy movie to watch. Can we have just a hot second on the Oscars? Sure. Because I think you and I were funny because I loved them and I was in the minority. Of I people. liked them too. I thought and it was very personal. I thought it was like for a moment, great to actually care and know the people. And that made me care about what they were saying versus like, Okay, we're just waiting to get to the next musical number. You know what I mean? Yes, like, I do know what you mean. Switch. And I also liked it. I know. I thought it felt very personal. It was, I thought, pandemic style, as good as you can do it. I thought it was. It's that. probably not going to be like that all the time. No, but they'll go back. And between I, the CMAs and that, I was like, these are the two pandemic things that I've like legitimately enjoyed. Yeah. So I know, I know. And we're not going to get it back. No, Matheson hated it. I know he did. He was so mad. He was like, if you're going to put this on broadcast television, it has to be like entertaining. I, it I was entertaining. Point of view, but, but no, it was entertaining to me to, like, I liked it, it too. in a different way. I was entertained. That's the difference between, you know, sometimes all of that flash and craziness and all the stupid sticky things. That's not entertaining. Actually. One of my favorite things that happened during the For Oscar me. telecast was the Jimmy Kimmel channel ABC commercial 
where he goes, yeah, so you might remember I was the Oscar host for two years, but um, yeah, they're not really having hosts anymore. Yeah. He's and sitting there drinking like really, a Mick Ultra. Yeah, very self-deprecating yeah. and super funny commercial. I also don't care if they have hosts ever again. I would rather have the actors just do the things. Like like Laura Dern talking yeah. about her craft. Yeah. And, I would, uh, they're actors. They know how to host things. Let's just have them, let's have the presenters be the hosts. I would also, though, not like any trivia where Glenn Close no. is put in the uncomfortable position of having to do debut. Well, I just thought that was, she was so great. staged. She rolled so, with it. That felt so awkward in the middle of totally. all of it. It was like, what are we doing? That was Wait, the worst part. That was the dumbest thing. They That was like the whole like, oh, is we'll give you guys one moment of like funny levity. little levity. And it's like, it just fell flat. And Glenn Close saved it because yeah, no, she she's rolled lovely. with it and she's amazing. She's lovely. But we don't have to do it again. Yeah. So anyway, there's our Oscar moment. I know it's you and I are texting and it's the wrap up and all the things. But hey, I wanted to make sure that you knew about, um, I want to make sure that you knew about Buddy Boy Fine Barbecue out in Minatrista, which now that you're a Wisa, I don't you even know take. where Minatrista is. I know, is, that so may be a exciting. little, that could be a little take for you to yeah. like head out, you know? Um, and it's, it's far. It's kind of out by where our friend Manly lives. Um, but this is off of seven and I think it's off of seven, but it's look up buddy boy, fine barbecue, cute little place, great barbecue. And they are doing, um, an uno de Mayo pig roast today. So they're just, they're not waiting for Cinco de Mayo. They're doing uno de Mayo and, uh, they've got mother's day orders. If if you want to do a smoked honey ham kit, they've got great coconut cream pies. I know. So that's in the feed. If you want to look for that up, um, that's out there. Uh, yeah, Cinco de Mayo is going to be this week, and I don't it's even... It's officially been canceled, the celebration in the east side. Okay, just in case I was going to ask you if you nothing's knew. Nothing's happening. They just, it can't happen yet, Mm-mm. I think, like, and that's fine. Nope. Um, It's Kentucky Derby today, which makes me... Will be fun to watch. Will it? I like to watch the actual race. We watch it every Do year. Do you really? Yeah. My brother-in-law is super into it. They've been... Do you drink mint juleps? No. Oh. I have. I think with you. Yeah. And it was like, well, I just, I'm not, a, I have never been a derby party, which is funny because of course I'll just drink the bourbon all the time, but I just don't, the whole derby party and the hats, I think it's fun. I just have never gotten into it myself. Can I tell you something that I forgot to tell you earlier? Sure. Okay. There is a drink at Meteor Bar. Yeah. And Meteor Bar is a full on bar. They've got some hot dogs and it's outside of downtown Minneapolis, kind of north side. Yeah, it is in the north. And it is our friend Rob Jones, the bartender. We've talked about who, it. He's been on. Okay. The cocktail that I want you to have when you go there yeah. is Burn the Orchard. Yeah. And it is peach. It is um, spice. So it's got chili and it's got some chong kind of something in it so it mm-hmm. makes it a little bit spicy mm-hmm. and lemon it was like the pandemic cocktail of my mind oh like where i was wanting someone to make me this cocktail that you can't make at home that you don't mm-hmm. even know what's in it and it came to us and i lifted it to my face and the peach smell and the kind of spicy and then with the jay carver gin like I, it just, it, I almost wept. Yeah. It was like, this is what I missed this whole pandemic. Food I can make at home. I'm not a terrible cook. Like, it's obviously, but this, yeah. this, this cocktail, this smell, this experience. Yeah. Ah, I know. I put it on our weekly dish show page because I really do want people to go try it. It was so good. This is really great. I think that that for me is the number one thing of wanting um, cocktails, just sitting at a bar. Yeah. And, and wanting then, cocktails sidebar too yeah the guy with this tattooed arm and it was the sound and i turned and i looked at him 
he was shaking in a shaker the ice and making like a shaky cocktail. Yeah. I literally got like kind of eclamped. Did you? Yes. Yeah, I, I am not in any emotional space about this. It's so weird for everyone I who's so having am. these like emotional moments. I'm like, yep, no, I, it no, was nice I, and I loved it and I'm happy for it. But I have none of this like, maybe it's because I have so much other emotional stuff going on, like with moving and graduation and everything else. Like the pandemic for me is like the last on my list, you guys. Like I don't, I can't care about it as much because of all the other stuff. I feel like I'm being reborn and I'm talking a mile and a minute because I went out last night and had the best night of my life. See, and, and this is where I saw friends and I saw Nancy No and I saw Jerry and I saw Jim Surtick and I saw my people and I was like, we're back. I know, but and you, what's funny is because it's not like you've been a hermit. You've traveled. You've gone places. You've you posed from bingo. But they like, weren't my people. I know, but the funny thing is, is I'm just having this thing where I don't. I see everybody having these emotional moments, and I sort of go, "What's wrong with me? You're like, dead inside. I must be dead inside, <laughs> or like I think I'm just so like parsed out. Like I have like only X amount to give, and I've already talk given it. One oh seven one. Have you ever bought?